You're listening to Very Loose Women. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to this very special edition of Very Loose Women, the year in review. In the studio with me is me <laughs> really really i'm here um i'm a fighter of all sorts and I'll i yeah i should probably tell our listeners that i wrote that i'm leo um and i called myself a calamity magnet i thought i'd do these little um like show titles for us like i was editing a venga boys video the other day and one of them like gets to be the sailor man what's a venga boy what's a venga... are you serious yeah are you serious what are the venga boys yeah are you serious? It's an age thing. Are they a oh band? Oh my gosh, it is an age thing. Oh yes. My, what is it? What are they? Who are they? Um, let's let's play a little bit of Venga Boys now. Okay. So that, you know. Okay, so they're a band. Yeah, they're like nineties uh, disco. Very happy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of them. Um, well. Okay, that was uh, We Like to Party by the Venga Boys. How did you find that, Sola? I've heard it before, but I didn't realise that that's who they were. You didn't realise that they were 90s disco pop? No, I didn't. I I didn't. So I've heard the song. Yeah. I have. I, I know who the Venga Boys are. Okay. But... I didn't. If you'd have said to me, as as we've just learnt, who are the Venga Boys, I'd have been like, mm mm. Which is what you were like. Yeah. <laughs> just that second ago. Uh, celebration and frustration of the week. Do you have any? Um, I've got, I mean, I've had a bit of a roller coaster week. Um, one that is um, recurring is that I've just got a new phone and um, it's much bigger. And I have small hands anyway. Um, and I've noticed that I'm making more spelling errors and my words are coming out a bit weird and... A bad worker always blames it on their tools. Yes, can I just say... <laughs> it's I think it's legitimately a, a thing where my fingers are too small, they're not used to the big screen, um, so I'm having some trouble spelling. So... If you have small fingers and a big screen, it should help you in a way. Because, you know, like my dad, when he types on his iPad, his fingers are quite big. Okay. And he can't, like, he can't select the correct button. Okay. So, like, you have the inverse problem. You can always select the correct button. That's true, but I'm not used to having to move my thumb so far to the right or something like that. So it's like a stretching problem. Yeah. A general exercise of the thumbs. Th- yeah, thumb exercise needs to be done. Right. Now you know the cure. I'd, well, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit up and down this week. For your fingers. For my fingers, of course, obviously. Like you were wanking. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my, yeah, I had a weird occasion, which is like two rolled into one. So I was at work. I got my periods. I didn't realise that they were coming... I like to pluralize periods. Okay, that's on fine. That. Um, I rolled up some new roll, but then I, I have that thing, you know, where it bubbles out and you get these kind of pebbles. Oh, man. And I was telling my girlfriend this on FaceTime 
having momentarily forgotten that her dad was like in the vicinity and he heard me like I mean I'm saying this on radio so a lot of people are going to hear me talking about my my blood pebbles in my vagina um but uh for those who didn't want to hear like my girlfriend's dad um I apologize maybe more more people should should not listen in is <laughs> the is the wrong word but we should be more open about our periods. We should. I agree with you. And that is one of the reasons why many of these shows for various women have been dedicated to the blood that comes out. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. month for some. Um, yeah. But how else was your week besides the, the period bubbles? Yeah, I'd say it was it was generally good. I had a terrible week last week and this week mm-hmm. was a marked improvement. Good. Yeah. That's I have slept good. more. Always important. It is. I agree with you. So, what are we going to talk about tonight, Sawyer? What do we talk about every night? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, tonight we're talking about 2017. Um, In under half an hour, all of it. Actually, no, uh, we're not talking about all of it. We're going to talk about a quarter of it. Um, Celebrations and frustrations since I, myself, Sawyer, joined the Very Loose Women team, which was in September. And I'm very pleased to introduce our 2017 wipe, our very loose women wipe, as we can say. So we kind of, I mean, I say we, Soila came up with this idea for the show. Um, and I've always been a big fan of, well, always since it's existed in like 2011 or something. <laughs> um, a big fan of Charlie Brooker's news wipe. A lot of people that I know don't like that show, but I love it. I Aren't just think it's Yeah, we watch it's brilliant. Year. Yeah. Um, and... He's not doing one this year. Which is a shame. It's just a little bit silly, Charlie. We thought we'd take his place, though. Yeah. We, so yeah. we have specially downloaded the song that he plays as his intro and just just explain to the listeners what we plan to do. Um, well, what we're Not gonna, too much, though. Not too, <laughs> don't do the whole show right now. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do our own 2017 wipe. There was a bit of a, an interlude there. Um our very loose movie wipe, as I say, we're going to read out some of the kind of the headlines month by month, what happened. Then we're going to go into some more personal kind of ups and downs, a little bit of a uh, very loose women edge to it. Yeah. Um, so here, introducing very loose women wipe 2017. January, Donald Trump was officially inaugurated as the 45th president of the United States, which seemed terrible for everyone. February, Trump again overturning Obama's directive on transgender people's rights to use a particular bathroom. Our two penis, this was wrong. March, Theresa May triggered Article 50, which started the process for the UK to leave the EU. In April, Kendall Jenner, the model and Kardashian clan member, gave a can of Pepsi to a policeman in an advert. May, I was in Lithuania for my girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> I know that wasn't part of the news, but I wanted to include it. <laughs> in June, the election brought the DUP into a coalition government with Theresa May. In July, a female doctor makes misogynists angry. And in August, Taylor Swift testified that DJ Muller groped her. September, Soyla joins oh, Very Loose Women. There we go. In October, the New York Times publishes its sexual harassment investigation into a, and a deluge of accusation in, allegations in shoes. I can't read. November, Alabama Republican Senate candidate <laughs> Roy Moore accused of sexual misconduct with teenage girls in a Washington Post report. And in December, only six days in, Time magazine has named the silence breakers.
uh, yeah, so that was our our quick um, news wipe uh, for the year. Um, can you tell me a bit more about these silence breakers I that you speak of? I can. So um, the silence breakers isn't just one person for Time Magazine's Person of the Year for 2017, but a number of women and men um, who have spoken out about sexual abuse and harassment in a number of industries, from tech to acting, uh, the music industry, hospitality, journalism and politics. All of the people featured as part of the Person of the Year have in some way helped to force this issue into the international debate. I, I just... I. I think given that we're doing a sort of year in review and this is a, if not women's show, broadly feminist show mm-hmm. or broadly we are aware of such things mm-hmm. as women who are working occasionally or often. Um, and it has changed a lot, actually, mm-hmm. like from January to now. Uh, it's been incremental initially, and then there's that deluge. There's the Me Too campaign that we spoke about when it happened um, yeah. on the show. Um, we spoke about it on the show when it happened in the world. Yeah. Um, just to be clear, we're not at the centre of international ch- like changes in perceptions of women. Although maybe we are. Who knows? Most people, knows? we're not. Okay. So I, I just think that the the way the way many view sexual assault, the may may the way many view even minor transgressions is already changing, mm-hmm. and it's something that women feel perhaps many might feel like they can talk about it more not just with other women but with men as well and for me um watching john oliver mm-hmm. um he kind of he he was introducing a film that dustin hoffman was in uh, who were in- interviewing the cast uh at tribeca is this a new film yeah coming out? Uh, yeah called wag the dog okay, um, something, yeah. and and the washington post released um they they posted i don't know who recorded it initially but um John Oliver really, he 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 t- he makes Dustin Hoffman kind of take responsibility for his actions, okay. and Dustin Hoffman kind of in this video goes through all of the set pieces that men use or that abusers use, not necessarily men, mm-hmm. but uh, frequently men, um, to kind of get out of it. It was a long time ago. Um, that's just what happens on set. Uh, you don't understand the relationship that we had. It was like specific to that context, and John Oliver was like, no. Look, if I don't ask these questions, I won't be able to sleep at night. This isn't okay. None of these are appropriate responses to someone feeling uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to the way you've acted. And saying, like, that's just behavior offset isn't an appropriate way to respond. Like, maybe that shouldn't be it. And he said, maybe we need to act differently offset. And I think for a lot of people... They're like, no, that's nonsense. Why would we do that? Yeah. And I think for the rest of the people who are constantly being harassed or made comments made about their appearance, um, they're like, well, yeah, we need this. Absolutely. We've been saying for a long time and no one's been listening. And now that's changed a little bit. I think with what has happened over the last few months um, with the... Um, with so many allegations against so many different people who for a very long time have been in the limelight. Um, you know, first you had, uh, you know, uh, not this year, but um, allegations against people who are in the media who are abusing children. And then now it's more uh, people in the media who are abusing their positions of power um, over women and um, vulnerable young men, 
Um, Have you found that it's created more conversations? Um, I I would say so. I think... Like, have you been engaged in those conversations? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was. I had a conversation with my mum about Kevin Spacey when it very first came out. Be careful. Um, and it, it was, you know, I think there's this there's this thing where you hear something about someone who whose work you have enjoyed, and it's when you when you find out these allegations it's almost as if that work has been tainted because mm. the person behind that work that you previously enjoyed is someone who it turns out isn't a very nice person mm. um and so it's difficult to kind of i think initially you're thinking like well, conciliate that yeah it's like mm. well i i i hope this isn't true because what um, this person says has happened to them is an awful thing, and you don't want them to have suffered. You don't want anyone to suffer through that. Um, and then there's that more selfish thing where it's like, well, this is someone whose work I enjoy, mm. and I really don't want them to be a rubbish person. Sarah Silverman's got a, a good piece on that um, where she talks about her friendship with Lucy K, and and that and navigating that kind of yeah two views. But you always have to. Do the right thing, I guess. Absolutely, for the, for the people who need, you can't just brush someone under the carpet because you love the person that they're exactly. accusing of something, and those voices need to be heard. Um, talking of voices being heard, um, we're doing a sort of year in review, and mm -hmm. you have decided to ask who the person of the year would be. So these silence. Um, the silence breakers uh, that were named by time, as we mentioned, is how we got onto this topic. Absolutely. As person of the year, people of the year would be more accurate. Persons, Absolutely, time, yeah. check your grammar. <laughs> um, uh, but who who would your person of the year be? Um, so I have to, immediately I'm like, well, who my celebrity person of the year would be? Yeah. Um, and that person would be Serena Williams. I think she's great. I think she's ace. I was, Excuse that pun. Yeah. I didn't think of that before I said what? it. What? Ace. I don't. You know, because she's a tennis. I don't know what ace means. Like when you get a. Oh, so in tennis, yeah. When you when you serve, yeah. And you you get the point immediately, mm -hmm. and like the person doesn't hit it back. Right. That's an ace. Didn't know that. That's interesting to know. There I we understand go. your joke there we now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, but I think in general, in my life, my people of the year are um, very strong women who have been very inspiring and who have who've helped me through a very up and down year, I would say, I've mm -hmm. had. Um, I think that... Should I, should I name them? Do I do, I, do I do that? If you want to name them, so there. I mean, you're one. Aww. <laughs> I'm happy I said that now. <laughs> there you go. Um... You know, I think you've been. You're not just my my co-presenter. You are my friend, and yeah. and I absolutely appreciate everything that you have you've helped me with this year. I'm not, oh, <laughs> you can't be with anything. Um, there's two friends who I've spoken about previously on the show who give me so much enjoyment and light and love, and that's Flora and Flavia, two Fs. Um, yeah, they're kind of these. You know, you are a group of women who I think strong women supporting strong women mm. is always a fabulous thing. Does that make me a strong woman? You are, you are, you are. 
Oh, I said that three times. Great. You are. <laughs> Who is your I'm person of the year? Yeah, well, I feel bad not reciprocating now. So That's fine. I don't mind. You can also be my person. But I was stick- sticking to the grammar, so I thought I could only have one. You, like, weaseled three in there. I managed to, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, sneaky, if, if anything. Okay, well, then we'll stick with your... You've got one person. Okay. I apologise for, yeah. for that. So it's pretty cheesy, and I apologise if she's listening, like but she's cheese. not because she's in a pub quiz. But uh, my girlfriend is, <gasps> I'd have to say, my person of the year. Just because um, she... Well, there are many things that I love about her, obviously. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, wouldn't be going out with her. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> Hope. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'd say in terms of person of the year, which I guess is like someone... Like a role model is the way you sort of pitched it. Um, she's a lot of things that I'm not... She's very sort of tolerant and kind. And she's also, um, uh, she's also like got her thing that she does and that she's brilliant at. Mm. Um, and she's also, I think, makes me enjoy life a little bit more. So. Good. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. Um, but I, as I said, I have... Well, she's taken, so... I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Um, I've got three very strong women, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm right, okay. okay. Um, so our Very Loose Women Wipe uh, differs in that we also want to reflect on our own personal shortcomings of the year. Um, I'm going to start with you, Leo. What yeah. was the low point of the year for your womanhood? Low, like, there wasn't, like, a particular event, um, but every... Like, I'm constantly trying to search for what is the thing that I do. Okay. Like, I'm constantly trying trying to look for, like, I'm Leonore. I'm a... Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, like, what you want on your Twitter bio. That I'm constantly searching for my Twitter bio. That makes it sound less epic than what I'm actually I searching for. I didn't mean for, to undermine but, it. But genuinely, that is true. Okay. So, uh, like... I would like to find something that I'm successful at and that um, I can be responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I trained as a teacher and I've been a teacher and I trained as a journalist and I'm working as a journalist and I feel like I'm getting closer. Like it's something that's there and I've like narrowed down a lot of things. Like there are a lot of things where I'm like, no, I don't enjoy that. But I still haven't found the thing where I'm like, I have to work like 15 hours a day all day on just this and I will be happy and I haven't found Mm. that thing and maybe I'm asking too much but I would really really um, like to do that Um, so I'd say a low point is that I'm almost 30 and I'm still not there it does I think in my experience and not my experience being an old person my experience of not knowing who the Venga boys are (laughs) so um, my my 23 years experience. 21, isn't it? 23. You got it right first time. (laughs) I'm not that young. Um, I think, so, in terms of an inspiration for this, I would say my dad, who I do talk about a lot. I knew your person of the year was your dad. (laughs) I knew it. I wrote it on the plan. You wouldn't say it. I knew it. Um, I didn't want to boost his ego um, when he goes into work tomorrow. The person of the year of Soiler is your dad. (laughs) But, um, Just in case you're listening, Soyla's dad. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Yeah, um, it's you. So he um, did lots of things, which um, I suppose he liked, but um, circumstances meant that he couldn't always do it when he was younger. And only recently he, um, you know, he has found 
philosophy and kind of the philosophical inquiry and, mm. and kind of philosophical reading and ideas and what does this mean and what does that mean? Um, and he absolutely loves it. And I think that for him having um, lived his life and had his children and done his thing, to then have found something which he absolutely loves um, later on is something that I I think sometimes I worry. I'm young. Um, what if I don't? What if I don't like journalism? What if I hate this? And what if I I'm not good at it? Well, you're always as you grow, you're always learning. Mm. And I think that has been something which has reassured me in that. Okay, if things suck now, I, there's always going to be something I love in which I can I do. I do think that, and this is the, one of the reasons why I chose it is because I'm aware of that feeling in my personality that journalism is the best way to keep on learning, mm. like constantly about everything. And it gives you the kind of platforms and tools to be able to research literally everything. Yeah, I mean, li- you always have time. Listeners, you always have time. Well, you don't. You, you do. You, you don't. You do. <laughs> that you is do. not true. You do. You've always got time to learn, to I'm, do what you love. I'm, You're not going to rain on my parade, Leo. I'm a month away from my 30th birthday. I have to say that you have less time than you think. It's okay for you to think that, but you don't. All right. Just saying. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's let's hear your low point. Oh, um, my low point. You mentioned your period earlier. I'm going to start talking about mine now. I'm all ears. Um, I've not... My low point is that I still haven't managed to get in control of my period. Um, so I have a condition called PCOS, which is polycystic ovary system, system, syndrome. S- syndrome. There we go. Um, it means I've got cysts on my ovaries, which is always great. Um, and there's other complications and, and health issues, which aren't major, but they are. They can have an impact. Um, and um, I started my period very late. I was 16. I was almost 17. Um, had that very first period for about a month and a half or so. It was horrible. It was dreadful. I was like, is this, is this what it's going to be? Um, and since then, I've been on the pill. And I was on the pill for about four, is it four years? Four or five years. And then um, I got an IUD, um, which is a, an alternative form of contraceptive, that kind of thing. Um, and it was so painful and so horrific because I got the copper one. Yeah, it's like a thing you put up your... Area. I mean, you, your doctor does it for you. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like a T-shaped, uh, very small implement. Um, and you get, like, a copper one. I think that one's called, like, the copper coil or whatever. Um, and you can get another one, which is so much less painful. Um, but it was horrific, and I hated it, and then I had it taken out. And since then, I've not really had a proper period, and I'm just very worried that... Because I'm not on the pill anymore... Um, that's because I've not been an adult and sorted this out with the doctor. Um, but it's just been, I'm just very worried. I'm going to get like a, a massive period and I know that's not really how it happens, but I've got PCOS, so it might happen. Um, so yeah, my, my low is the fact that I just haven't dealt with my period yet. Both of us, it's things we haven't sorted out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What's your high point? My high point, um... I suppose mine was um, coming out or I, like I didn't really come out. Mm. Um, I kind of came out. Um, <laughs> so what did you do? So um, I feel like people around me have always been aware that I'm not quite, you know, like I love like, you know, when you fan, you have a crush, celebrity crush, like it's always been either Tom Hardy 
or Angelina Jolie. Oh my god, you know what? Someone the other day told me that um, they had a crush on Tom Hardy. When yeah. I say someone, I mean my girlfriend, who's, <laughs> who's definitely gay and like well lesbian, but but she's always like, oh, I make like. Like, like the sort of one two percent Tom Hardy and the whole time I was confusing Tom Hardy with Tom Hiddleston and oh I was God. like really I don't like Tom because I didn't know who Tom Hardy was and I looked him That's up delicious. and I was like I shouldn't say that I shouldn't reduce a man to no you that, shouldn't but um oh my God Tom Hardy anyway or Angelina Jolie I think mm. she's oh yeah um that sounds like you're revolted by her. <laughs> no, I'm but not. But I very much understand the intention there, um, which is the lack of revulsion. The lack of, absolutely. So I think this year, I suppose my high point is realizing I don't care what people, I don't care about other people's kind of perception of my sexuality. Mm. It's I'll do my thing, and I'm very pleased with that. And yeah. I'm very pleased, and I'm I'm proud of that now. I think before mm. I was like, well, you know, LGBT issues are not really my thing. Mm. Um, but now I'm just like, yes, get get me in on it. I mm. love it. Um, so yes, that's my my. Yeah, highlight. it's interesting you say that. It made me think about because um, uh, I also didn't sort of traditionally come out. I think it's harder as a bisexual. I wouldn't say it's hard for everyone, but of course, I, I mean harder in the sense of it's not as clear cut. Yeah, I don't mean more. De- obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's yeah, um, but I mean the it's it's just because I, I you know I dated a man for a long time and mm-hmm. um, so it's not it's not clear that I'm bisexual in those instances and I'd never really thought to myself that I was bisexual even after I'd like slept with women mm. it wasn't like it didn't like really hit hit me for some reason <laughs> that like I you know fancied women and therefore was bisexual it's just like oh that's just a, you know everyone oh what and then yeah more recently because I've been in a relationship with a woman for like a year and a half I think a bit over now um it's like become more increasingly apparent and I, I've sort of understood that actually, you know, mm. I'm bisexual and I've started identifying with that term and mm-hmm. feeling annoyed when people exclude that from the LGBT spectrum as well. So what is your high point then? Um, my high point, yeah, so it's, it's I've learned a lot in this relationship with my girlfriend and um, I say that as though it's over. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's um, very much alive and well. Um, but she's got a real, like a, a sort of a focus on, so earlier on, this year, since we are doing a news wipe, yep. um, I said on the radio show that I have difficulty orgasming and I didn't really know what it feels like. And I think I still don't clearly know. It's not obvious to me, but I'm definitely getting like close to that point okay. because she's like, um, she she's is not in the sense of like pressure or anything, but she sort of makes me have time mm, for it okay. which previously I would always try and avoid it so that it wasn't an issue and I didn't have to kind of deal with it mm. and it's not that she sort of makes me deal with it but it's just that she's like she's like fine with it with like things taking time yeah and um, she's respectful of you well I mean everyone's respectful like but I, in that sense I, <laughs> yeah no but I just mean that she like she's like she's kind of on that journey with me if you see what I mean. Yeah. And that's very nice. And so I, I I guess a high point is like all the things that I've learned from that. And we've like done a, you know, done a big effort to be able to learn more together. And I've really enjoyed that. And I think that's really wonderful. So I'd say that that, that would be a high point. The same way like my low point is not learning something specific. Mm-hmm. This is a high point is like being on a learning journey. <laughs> so it's all like... <laughs> Self-knowledge. I'm so happy about Sounds that. Sounds so cheesy. 
No, it's always it's always good. It's always great. We have two minutes left of the show, so we I think two you minutes. need to sign out. Okay, well, I'm glad that we've ended on a high note. Mm. Um, what year it's been, Leo? Um, that's not it for this, this year, though. We do have um, an episode next week. We're talking about vaginas. The Vagina Museum. Well, absolutely. Someone's coming in to talk about when she's setting up... A vagina museum. Let's just set up a vagina museum. And we're going to talk about vaginas. Um, Make sure to tune in for that. This has been Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. You can follow us on Twitter at VLW Radio. On Facebook, we are Very Loose Women. Our podcast of previous episodes are on acast.com slash Very Loose Women. Please tell us how much you love our show. You can tell us how much you hate it. We don't mind. I mean, we'd rather you tell us that you love it. And, you know, but but do do tell us what you think. Um, We would love to know. Um, you can send us mail via Resonance FM because... 144 Borough High Street. Yeah, everyone gets mail, except us. We yeah. want mail, so send us that. And review us on iTunes as well, Absolutely. Please. Thank you, Leo. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, that was a bit of a... Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to thank Catherine, who's not here. Um, all of our guests who have come on the show this season, they've all been wonderful, and we've had so much fun. Um, this is... Um, oh my god I didn't mention this no you didn't and we don't have time to so I'm just going to finish with Nathan Fake given absolutely so earlier on we played while we were doing the news wipe um, uh, a remix of You Are Here by Nathan Fake uh, which is played on Charlie Brooker's show and we're just going to end with it now we're going to end with that thank you Um, next on is Pools Out and good night.